Hi, everyone. This is Lori Joyner from Lori Joyner Ministries. Welcome to my podcast, where we talk practically about all things discipleship related, such as where to find people to disciple, what to do on a typical discipleship appointment, and how to help our disciples grow in Christ. Whether you're just starting out or looking to sharpen your discipleship skills, you're in the right place. Well, hey, friends, it's Lori Joyner, your discipleship coach, and I'm thrilled you're joining me again as we learn some great tips to use to disciple our children. Now, our children are a gift from God, and we would all agree with that. And we need to not only be thankful for this gift of our children, but to also see their lives as a great stewardship of ours. See, my children are on loan to me from God. He has given them to me to raise unto him. So he has to be absolutely first in their lives. And as you know, by now, episode five, I firmly believe that we as parents are to take the reins when it comes to raising our kids in the Lord. We need to be thinking of their spiritual development and filling in the gaps when we see them, such as teaching them the basics of the Bible salvation, morality, etc. And plugging into a great church and Christian programs and activities can be such a phenomenal source of reinforcement for your child's growing spiritual life. So your discipleship coach kids edition tip today is make Christian activities a priority in your child's life. You know, I saw a great meme the other day that said, Parents, one day our children will stand before King Jesus, and what will matter the most is not their grades, their popularity, their batting average, their class rank, or their college transcripts. What will matter the most is their soul and what they did for him throughout their lives. See, God has entrusted my husband and I with our with our children's lives and spiritual development. And I need to make certain that he and his purposes on earth are talked about in the home and that living for him is also modeled in the home. And plugging into some great Christian programs can be a terrific way to help support your efforts to help your children build a solid foundation upon Christ. Now, I know many parents who are quick to put their children in sports and dance and piano, but they've done little to prioritize Christian activities during the week. Again, many are simply just leaving this to a Sunday morning routine at church. But I would strongly suggest that as you look at your week, layer in the things of the Lord for your children first. And why is this? Well, a couple reasons. One, they're going to see other adults teaching children about God. You know, they'll think, okay, this isn't just my crazy mom and dad, you know, teaching me about God. There are many other believers who are teaching about God as well. They'll make friends with other children that are learning about God. You know, I have always prayed out loud over my children, asking God to bring godly friends into their lives. And church activities is a great way to see those connections actually happen. And also, they'll have reinforcement from what you are teaching them at home. Perhaps you taught them a particular Bible story from a devotional, and then the Wednesday night youth leader talks about that same story as well. You know, repetition is a vital way that people learn. 
So when our kids are facing temptations of life, whether it's in junior high or high school and college, that little league soccer practice will not help them as much as Wednesday night youth meeting will. You know, when they're faced with compromising their beliefs and straying from what they know is right, that extra gymnastics lesson will not help them as much as maybe their Awana meeting where they learned about a Bible verse that God can bring to their mind in the very moment that they need it. Now, I'm not saying each child raised in the Lord will not stumble at some point, but we as parents, the the great stewards of their lives, we need to at least help set them up for success in their spiritual life. So what are some of these programs and activities I'm talking of? What are some of the ways that you can layer in spiritual activities, Christian activities into your child's week? Well, number one would be local church involvement. And so I just want to make sure I cover this as the, as the main point. Finding a church near you and joining it is got to be first place. And then don't just attend the church, but do the church, do the community service projects with your church, volunteer on your rotation in the nursery, teach a Sunday school class, bring food to a shut-in, do the retreats, check your child into Sunday school, attend youth group, bring the donuts, be the church, be a part of the body of Christ. Now, really, this idea of being a part of a local church body is an entire subject all on its own. I mean, I I could take the rest of this podcast and drone on and on about the importance of regular, local, in-person church attendance. Matter of fact, in the Bible study that I authored entitled Next Steps, I dedicate one of the seven lessons to this pivotal topic of plugging into a faith community because you never mature past your involvement in a local church body, let alone how important it is for children throughout their ages growing up to be a part of a local church. So you want to model what you hope to be true of your own children one day. Don't just sit on the couch and watch a sermon. I don't care how awesome the preacher is. Make the effort to be the local church, not just a consumer of information and a consumer of sermons. Besides, the children in these homes where mom and dad are watching from the couch are severely missing out on age-appropriate Bible lessons, fellowship with other children, and teaching. The church I attend is a great church. It's not perfect. It has things I would change if given the opportunity, but what it does have is great biblical teaching to children so that they can grow up to be lights in this dark world. It does have a place where youth can meet other Christian friends and they can support each other during their junior high and high school years. So the local church involvement is key to making Christ and Christian activities a priority in your child's life. Okay, now let's move on to another organization I highly recommend, and that's Awana. So I got this right off of their website. Awana is spelled A-W-A-N-A.org. Says Awana is a worldwide nonprofit ministry focused on providing Bible-based evangelism and discipleship solutions for ages 2 through 18. They say as the global leader in child and youth development, Awana gives children the opportunity to know, love, and serve Jesus no matter their background. So 
Awana is hosted in churches all over the globe. It's an international organization. And I registered my own children for this program when my boys were young. It met each Wednesday night and I volunteered in the program. I was so uh, focused on finding Awana for my own children that I found it at a church that's not even my own church. My own church wasn't hosting it at the time. It does now. So I went and found it because I knew it was such a solid organization that I wanted my children to be in. And the children meet for a time of scripture memorization, a fun game time, and then a fun devotional time where a story from the Bible or a teaching from the Bible is taught on an age-appropriate level. And they wear these little vests and they can earn awards for the verses that they memorize. And over the years, my children have learned all the books of the Bible hundreds of verses of scripture, and they've had a blast doing it. And Awana is non-denominational, so it's not specifically affiliated with any certain type of church. It's just hosted by churches all over the world, and it definitely cares about reaching kids for Christ and also teaching children the Bible and discipling them. So when I look at my children's week when they were young, when I was layering in, let's say, soccer or basketball or you know I-9 sports or YMCA sports, it always had to work around Wednesday night Awana. That was the priority. Not an extra practice as the coach wanted to call, not an extra swim team night that the coach wanted to do. It Layering in Christian activities was the priority and everything else had to fall around it. Okay. So the next um, organization I would recommend is just your own church's youth group. Now, here's the deal. Many churches offer like a Wednesday night youth meeting, but making youth group a priority for your kids' lives is another issue altogether. You know, my church is a large church. It literally has thousands of families, but the youth group is not that large. Why do you think? It's a priority issue. It's just straight priorities. And so for my sons, the Joyner boys, church is the priority. So for example, Josh uh, swims on a year-round swim team. They practice every weeknight from 6.15 to 7.45. And my husband and I pay for this. You know, Per month, we're paying uh, money <clears throat> for Josh to swim to improve his skills, and perhaps if he wants to try out for a high school team at some point. But guess what night he does not attend practice? That would be Wednesday night, because on Wednesday nights, he goes to youth group at our church. And let's remember, he doesn't just attend youth group. If you've listened to any of my past podcasts, he invites his friends and his lost friends from school to youth group. So it's not just about him. It's also providing him an opportunity to reach out to his friends and put them in a place where they can hear the life-saving message of Jesus Christ. And he is able to worship God with other kids his age, hear from great leaders teaching the Bible, And he's building friendships with other children being taught the same morals, values, and biblical foundations that he is. So church is the priority. Now, Jake, my 11-year-old, he has one more year of Awana to go. But I recall a few years ago, he was really involved in gymnastics. He had moved up through the levels of gymnastics at a great pace, and he was offered a spot 
on the gymnastics competitive team. I remember when we received a letter offering him a spot, like a contract, offering him a spot on this competitive gymnastics team. We were all elated because he had been working so hard to kind of move up through the ranks. And then I began to find out more information about this competitive gymnastics team. When I asked how much the program was, I was shocked at the amount of money that it would cost. I mean, I could have bought a new car based on the sticker price of being on a competitive, you know, traveling gymnastics team. I was also shocked by the number of hours they wanted him to begin to come to the gym. I mean, he would go from a two-hour intense lesson per week to nine hours a week. I learned that three days out of the week, I would need to take him directly from school to gymnastics. He would practice from five to eight, three nights a week. And I was like, wow, I mean, I'm hardly going to see my child because his school doesn't get out till 4.05. He's got to be at gymnastics at five. So there's barely time for him to get home, you know, unload his backpack, grab a snack. We'd be heading straight back to gymnastics. And then, okay, he gets done at eight. By the time we drive back home, take a shower, say our prayers, you know, he's in bed by, you know, 8.45, nine. I was like, I'm hardly going to see my kid. So I was already having doubts about moving forward with this program. However, the real kicker was when they told me the practice was Monday Wednesday and Friday nights. And there was no option in their mind for him to miss on Wednesday nights. That would have taken him out of Awana and youth group as well for like ever (laughs) for the foreseeable future. Now, there were many other factors involved in our decision to turn down that coveted spot on this competitive gymnastics team. But I will tell you through the process, I never had a piece about him missing church on Wednesday nights. I thought, why would I take my child away from godly teaching, singing, Christian friendships, and put him with a coach nine hours a week who, frankly, may not even be a Christian, may not even share our values? I share with you these two examples because I don't just preach this idea of making Christian activities a priority in your child's schedule. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. You know, especially when your children are young and in their formative years, it's so important to make sure that Jesus is the priority in their week and not a practice of some sort. You know, my husband said to me one day, so we're paying for Josh to practice with the swim team five nights a week, but he's only going to go to four nights a week. Isn't that kind of a waste of money? And, and mind you, as a side note, they wouldn't like give me back that money for Wednesday nights. You, that was the monthly fee, whether you showed up or not. And I was like, yep, pretty much. I said the extra laps he may get in on Wednesdays will not help him spiritually. And that is what matters in his life on earth and in eternity with God. Now I will give you this sports like gymnastics or swimming. Those are individual events. And so for Josh, let's say not to make practice on Wednesday nights, it's not really holding other kids back. So my point here is I'm not trying to be legalistic. I know some of you listening are like, well, my child's a part of a team and let's say he's the pitcher or, you know, my, my, my daughter's a part of a dance team and she's, you know, a spotter. I don't know. 
um, you know, it's hard for them to practice without her. So I get that. And I think each season of life, it needs to be, you know, really thought through and analyzed. But I have turned down, along with my children and my husband, possibly great opportunities because I knew that what's going to matter in their life and in eternity is their relationship with the Lord. And so I just take it seriously. But I will give you that not every situation is as easy as mine have been up to this point. Now, another great organization is Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Now, this typically meets on school campuses from junior high through college. It's known as FCA. So if you hear that, it's talking about Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And it's really open to anyone. You do not even have to be an athlete to participate. And I love that the junior high that Josh and Jake both attend here in Katy, Texas, offers FCA on Friday mornings before school starts. There are games, there's donuts, and then a devotional and a little prayer time. Now, one thing you got to know is that Fridays in just in my life, as far as I teach a few aerobics classes at the YMCA and I'm running Lori Joyner Ministries, Fridays tend to be one of the busiest days of my week. And so one of my neighbors takes the kids to school on Fridays and, oh, but not on FCA mornings. Because I really wanted to make the effort that if there's something that my children can take advantage of that would help them grow in Christ, then I'm going to get up extra early. I'm going to make sure that they can attend each week. So moms and dads, these are just a few of the activities. Your church may offer different things. Your community may have other ways for, for you know children to grow in Christ. But I do just want to finish by saying, making Christian activities a priority in your own life, and in the lives of your children is of utmost importance. So any sacrifice you make to plug your children into Christian activities during the week and pointing them, pointing them to Christ will matter in the long run. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, I know some situations can be tricky because our children become you know, very talented and maybe entrenched in different activities um, where putting Christ first and uh, layering in um, activities around the Christian activities that are already there will get more challenging maybe as the years or the activities go on. Father, I pray that you'd give each parent divine wisdom and leading and guiding for each one of their children and what would be best for their growing spiritual walk with you. Lord, I thank you uh, for our children. They are our wonderful disciples, our treasures, our little hearts. So we're so thankful for them, Lord, but help us see it as a stewardship that we are to raise them unto you, that you need to be first place in their life. And of course, in our lives as well. And it's in Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Lori Joyner Ministry serves the global body of Christ with discipleship resources, publications, and ongoing coaching and consulting of discipleship ministries. To invite me to speak at your next event and to see a full list of my discipleship books and Bible studies and resources, please visit me at loriejoynerministries.org.